Hello, market meditators, and welcome to your daily market briefing. Short, snappy, no BS, 10-minute daily updates about the crypto markets. Delivered to you by me, Kin. Why the crypto markets will keep falling. So there is one data point, or specifically a chart that I've been watching, This chart is showing concerning results. In other words, the results are contrary to what we want to see for the crypto markets to succeed, to pump, to rally, etc. For as long as the results continue in the trend that they've been on, we will see crypto markets struggle and even continue to fail or fall. At the end of today's call, I'm going to tell you, number one, what that chart that I've got my eye on is, and number two, why the current status of that chart is disappointing for crypto markets. I'm going to teach you how to read that chart for yourself so you can add it to your fundamental analysis toolkit when it comes to reading and interpreting the markets. Before we get to that point in the call, however, we're going to open up the BTC ETH altcoin charts, make sure we know what's going on there. And we're going to make sure that we are up to speed with the biggest headlines in the crypto news today. These are really important. There's a lot of events coming up in crypto that you really need to take some actions for today to stay on top of. So a lot of important stuff to cover today. So let's get straight into it. Holy guacamole. It's horrendous. So clearly we need to talk about what is going on with BTC. Open up the one day chart and you see a steep, significant sell off there. We've been stuck in a crabbish pattern for a long time. So this comes and rings a couple of alarm bells, but we'll dissect it down right now. So it was concerns about aggressive US Federal Reserve monetary tightening that saw the dollar climb overnight. Specifically, it climbed so much that it hit a 24-year high against the Japanese yen and setting in a lifetime peak against the Indian rupee. So why would the DXY reaching an all-time high impact us in the crypto markets? Well, crypto prices, Bitcoin prices have traditionally trended with an inverse correlation against the DXY index. So if the DXY index is going up, the inverse of that would be that BTC prices are going down and that is what has materialized. In a note Wednesday, analysts at Arcane Research also warned of increased volatility in the coming days as the US CPI data for August will be released on September 13th. A lot of people will be on the lookout for that data. They'll be analyzing it bit by bit and their findings has the potential to move the market sometimes. So there's probably some nervousness from that as well. And the European Central Bank will make its interest rate decision on Thursday. The ECB, of course, represents one of the biggest economic zones or wider economies in the world. So their interest rate decision, specifically a hike, could have negative impacts for crypto and risk markets as well. And the ECB is forecast to hike by 75 basis points, quite an aggressive hike that is. And uh, of course, one basis point is a hundredth of a percentage point, And that's the increments in which interest rate changes are made. So a concerning DXY index and a lot of risky or market moving fundamental events on the horizon is probably contributing to what is going on with BTC on the one day. The one day Ethereum chart shows a similar pattern. We have seen in the last month or so sometimes that even when BTC dips, Ethereum rallies or outperforms, but that has not been the case today. It looks like some of that enthusiasm surrounding the merge has uh, decreased today. In fact, looking at the altcoin markets on a wider note, Ethereum is one of the main losers. ADA is one of the other main losers in the altcoin markets. 
quite ironic because actually Ada and Eth were some of the major winners in the last few weeks. I think this just goes to show that in any market condition, but in particular in a bear market, uh, the higher up you climb, the more treacherous the fall. Especially if you climb very quickly, you can dive back down very quickly just as fast. Ada and Ethereum both had a lot of positive momentum from technical upgrades that are coming up for both of them. Ethereum obviously has the merge. Ada had the uh, Vassal Hard Fork and the Robin Hood listing. So positive fundamental factors leading to sharp rallies, but then also makes them susceptible to sharp declines. And that's what we've seen a bit today. Now that we are up to speed with the charts, let's head on over to the top headlines of the day. We'll try and get through those as quickly as possible so we can look at that factor that suggests that the crypto markets might continue falling. Top headline number one. As many as 73.5% of Ethereum nodes are now marked as merge ready ahead of the upcoming Bellatrix upgrade for Ethereum on Tuesday, according to data from Ether nodes. The Bellatrix upgrade is seen as one of the last necessary steps prior to the official merge, which will see Ethereum transition to a proof-of-stake consensus mechanism between September 10th to September 20th. With 26.5% of nodes marked not ready for the Ethereum merge, Ethereum co-founder Vitalik Buterin and core developer Tim Bako took to Twitter to remind remaining node operators to update their clients. According to the Ethereum Foundation, node operators that don't make the update prior to the Bellatrix hard fork will cause the Ethereum clients to sync to the pre-fork blockchain. Node operators will be stuck on an incompatible chain following old rules and will be unable to send Ether or operate on the post-merge Ethereum network. So following the Bellatrix upgrade, the last part of the merge will occur in what is called the Paris event, which will be triggered when the terminal total difficulty, TTD, reaches a certain number. I would tell you what that number is, but I don't know what it's called when there's that many zeros. If you do know, leave it in the comments below. But in any case, this particular target is expected to be reached at around the 15th of September. Once the execution layer exceeds this TTD, the next block will be produced by a beacon chain validator. The finalization of this block will mark the complete transition of Ethereum's blockchain to the proof of stake mechanism. Reiterating this one more time for everyone listening, Ethereum users do not need to do anything with their Ether and Ethereum-based assets during the merge. Be on the lookout for scams or emails or messages that suggest otherwise you, as an individual, as a user, do not have to do anything at all. Whether you need to do anything, of course, whether you want to do anything are a separate story. Tokens of decentralized exchange GMX have surged to a record high this week amid rising interest from traders betting on the growth of Arbitrum, a prominent Ethereum layer 2 scaling product. GMX allows users to trade spot and perpetual futures using its on-chain trading interface at low fees. Part of its popularity can be attributed to the rise of Arbitrum, a layer 2 network that is based on the Ethereum blockchain. GMX locks up over $309 million on Arbitrum and $78 million on the Avalanche network, data from DeFi Llama shows. Some listeners may also recall Arbitrum successfully deployed its Nitro upgrade in August, which improved the user experience for application developers, reduced network fees, and increased transaction speeds. So there is a high risk strategy that seems to be pursued by some people, whereby they think that the Ethereum merge will lead to an Ethereum rally with a domino effect on protocols, ecosystems, projects that are closely related and more in that direct sphere of influence close to Ethereum. 
So we've looked at Ethereum prices, uh, what the devs are saying, what individual users are doing. Now, what are some of the big corporations or institutions doing? Well, Aave, a big decentralized lending platform, has invoked new rules to protect itself from severe risks that could stem from a surge in borrowing demand for Ether from crypto traders betting on the Ethereum blockchain's upcoming technical overhaul. Between August 30th and September 2nd, the Aave community overwhelmingly voted to stop loaning Ether, setting aside democratized finance's free market principle to mitigate protocol-wide risks that may arise from Ethereum's upcoming transition to a proof-of-stake consensus mechanism from a proof-of-work one, dubbed the merge. Ahead of the Ethereum merge, the Aave protocol faces the risk of high utilization in the ETH market. Temporarily pausing ETH borrowing will mitigate this risk of high utilization. Speaking of freezes, Poolin Wallet, the wallet service of one of the world's biggest BTC mining pools, is suspending all withdrawals as it tries to preserve assets and stabilize liquidity. Poolin Wallet also said it's continuing to explore strategic alternatives with various parties. Poolin Wallet plans to pause all withdrawals, flash trades, and internal transfers within Poolin system starting 2 p.m. GMT on Monday in order to preserve assets and stabilize liquidity, said the post on the wallet's official Medium account. So we've looked at the charts, we've looked at the top headlines, and now we're going to look at that data point I promised that suggests that crypto markets may continue falling. If you are listening closely, you might have already caught on, and the graph that I was talking about is in fact the US dollar index graph. Looking at the one month chart, you can see a steady ascend in the dollar index. Zooming out to the three month, it is continuing. Same goes for the six month. Same goes for the one year, an aggressive, persistent upward trend. So what does that mean for crypto? And what does it mean for you as a crypto investor or holder? By the end of the next few minutes, you'll know exactly how to use this as a tool in your own investing and trading. The US dollar index is used to measure the value of the dollar against a basket of six foreign currencies. These are the euro, Swiss franc, Japanese yen, Canadian dollar, British pound, and Swedish krona. The index has been used for a very long time, uh, established shortly after the Bretton Woods Agreement dissolved in 1973 with a base of 100, and values since then are relative to this base. I'll tell you exactly how to read it in a second. The value of the index is a fair indication of the dollar's value in global markets. The current reading is around about 110. An index value of 110 suggests that the US dollar has appreciated 10% versus the basket of currencies over the time period in question. So on the one day, the US dollar has appreciated 10% against all those other currencies we just mentioned. Or simply put, if you don't want to be able to interpret the exact number, if the US dollar index is going up, so you see that the number is green, the percentage movement on the daily, that means the US dollar is gaining strength or value when compared to other currencies. So why does it matter if the dollar is rallying? What factors cause it to rally? There are three things that cause the US dollar to rally. First one is to do with trade. Supply versus demand for driving dollar value. When the US exports products or services, it creates a demand for dollars. So you're a foreign customer somewhere else in the world, do you wanna buy products from the US? So you need to pay in US dollars. Because customers need to pay for goods and services in dollars, this will mean that they have to convert their local currency into buying dollars 
selling their own currency to purchase the dollars and this drives up the value of the dollar. This is one reason that we might see the index climb. Can you think of a very export heavy country where this kind of dynamic might have created a lot of concerns? The answer is China and this is one of the main reasons why the Chinese one is pegged. The next factor that can cause rallies in the dollar value and is most relevant for the crypto markets is sentiment and market psychology. The US dollar is considered a safe haven during times of global economic uncertainty. So the demand for dollars can often persist despite fluctuations in the performance of the US economy. A safe haven is simply a type of investment that is expected to retain or increase in value during times of market turbulence. Apart from the US dollar, other examples of safe haven assets include gold, government bonds or T-bills, certain stocks, and other currencies like the Swiss franc. Final reason is technical factors or data points. We monitor things like payroll data, GDP data, and other economic information to see whether the value of the US dollar will rise. So now when you consider this chart, you can interpret it to mean that the demand for safe haven or safety assets has been climbing aggressively and persistently for an entire year. What is Bitcoin? What is crypto? It is a risky asset, the opposite of a safe haven asset. When there's that much demand for safety assets, you're going to struggle to see much demand for risky assets like Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. So for as long as the chart continues this aggressive upward trend, especially when it prints new all-time highs like it did overnight, and like we saw it caused BTC to drop significantly on the one day, we're going to have some problems. The great thing about fundamental analysis is if that if you are on top of the data, of the trends, of the different information points, you can position yourself really nicely for what's going to go on in the markets. I do these calls every day, 10 minutes for free, spend about five or six hours researching to put them together, and they'll definitely help you to navigate the crypto markets. That is all for today. Das Vidanya.